Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It's not just any other episode. This is Tuesday. This is the time for the midterm elections. 2022, the date is finally here. This is election day. Your election watch party coverage starts right now with the Chad Prather Show. In 45 minutes, we will be joining Glenn Beck and the rest of, uh, well, a very multi-talented group of hosts from Blaze TV to discuss Throughout the rest of the night, the election returns. It's going to be an exciting time. Hopefully, a very optimistic and um, opportunity to look look with some hope into the future. Because let's face it, these last days uh, in within this Biden administration, quite honestly, have been pretty uh, pretty dismal. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I went this morning, filled up my truck with diesel fuel, and uh, one hundred fifty five dollars later, one hundred fifty five dollars later, I tell you. Woo! Uh, that's exactly right. And now they're even predicting that there's going to be a shortage of diesel in December. So that's something else we have to look forward to. All of these things, the calamities that are supposedly falling apart, we're going to talk on talk about it on this show and what's going to happen if the Democrats win or uh, what could happen if the Republicans win. At the helm, as usual, the puppet master Mark flying us into the nether regions of all things insanity, along with Super Chris Cruz. It's going to be good, uh, good time tonight. Uh, we got a lot of good folks that are in town, and I, I hear rumor that some very, very special guests are going to be joining Glenn Beck at the opening of the show. So you do not want to miss that. Call your friends right now. If they have not subscribed to Blaze, tell them they need to subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash chad and right now you can use promo code red wave get 30 dollars off an annual subscription that is the biggest biggest discount that we've ever offered here at the blaze at least that i'm aware of and uh you can do it right now you get the, tonight is the last night you could do that so encourage your friends to do that if they can't do it jump over on youtube and support those heathens by using that platform and uh and watch blaze on the youtube channel the blaze tv youtube channel all right so John Fetterman, who is running against Mehmet Oz, Dr. Oz, there in Pennsylvania for that Senate seat. Uh, he can't string a sentence together, but he knows how to file a federal lawsuit. They're already suing. Uh, his campaign is already suing to have ballots counted that have bad date info. So if a person signed it uh, and it has got a bad date on it, they're, they're suing to go ahead and have that. Now, they've already come out and said that do not expect ballots to be counted tonight. Uh, Vox tweeted early this morning. They said it's not unusual for it to, to take uh, you know, many days for ballots to be counted. Yeah, it is. Uh, it absolutely is unusual when for 200 years we've been able to count ballots. And now when we have more technology, more hands on deck than ever before to continue to postpone this thing, absolutely pisses me off. Uh, this shouldn't be. That's not the American way. It's certainly not one that justifies a true and legal election system. What, As you know, I've stated it many, many times. I believe the election system in America is flawed fundamentally. It is systemically uh, messed up and something's got to be done about it but nobody's offering any solutions and certainly not willing to do anything about it you know on on yesterday's episode i told you that even if the republicans win i i'm still going to shed a tear because we just don't have good patriots running for office anymore who are willing to stand for the principles 
that I believe the uh, the true Americans, true conservative Americans truly believe in. And we look, we're voting for these people to represent us, and they're not representing us. They're not. They're going up there with their own special interest, and uh, they're sold out in many cases to the highest bidder. But I pray that's going to change, and I pray that we see a red wave tonight. Uh, Mark brought it up a little while ago, just two years ago, sitting in this very seat when uh, we saw that upset election when Joe Biden. Uh, well, you know, we, we couldn't call it that night, Mark. We couldn't call it. We had to sit around drinking Bonner private wine while we waited. And, of course, you know, there was a huge ballot dump that popped in around two o'clock in the morning. And we woke up to a uh, to a crazy, crazy result of, of seeing Donald Trump upset by Joe Biden. Now, uh, I had dinner last night with Steve Dace and Steve Dace will be a member of the panel tonight. And Steve, always insightful, uh, ever optimistic. And I, I'm always anxious. I reminded Steve that. Uh, I lasted at the last election, the last general election in 2020, I lasted until Steve had his meltdown uh, on Glenn's panel. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to leave it and let Steve handle it because he's pissed off for both of us. And so uh, we'll see what happens. I hope that tonight we do not see another Steve Dace meltdown. Uh, It's violent. I'm telling you, it's violent. Now, speaking of violence, I want to I want to bring a couple of examples to you. Um, I tweeted this morning a very innocuous tweet and i want to share some of the responses that came from it uh i tweeted out i said go vote i encourage you to vote red you may think it doesn't count but we need you to do it anyway and you've got nothing to lose by doing it do it do it do it that was the tweet uh very simple just i encourage you to vote i encourage you to vote red uh you got nothing to lose by doing it even if the even if the election system is flawed what do you have to lose Right. If you don't participate, you know your vote's not going to count. But I've, as I've said for the last two years, we've got to upset the algorithm. We've got to overwhelm it by showing up and just overwhelming the ballot box. Well, uh, here's what one person or bot, I think it's a person, responded to me. We got a screenshot of it. Classic MAGA intimidating people. Now, is that does that Chris, does that sound like an intimidating wow. tweet to you? I mean, I'm so hate-filled when I just say, hey, I'm encouraging you to vote, and I encourage you to vote red. There are people out there who say, well, all you do is care about is voting red or MAGA or Republicans. Well, well, I happen to be a conservative, so believe it or not, yeah, that is my conviction. I'm going to encourage you to do that. I just don't see any hope for the future of America when the left has become re-re-progressives, complaining about everything, screaming in the street, and they're so offended by everything, you can't even have a conversation or discussion because they say, classic MAGA, intimidating people. Well, let's go forward with another response. Same tweet, another person says, I'm voting blue in person, douche face. (laughs) It's time we put MAGA back under the rock from where went slithered okay so now again i i just i just offered up a simple tweet encouraging people to vote to to use your uh your right your freedom as an american that makes me a douche face and it's time we put maga back under the rock i'm so intimidated uh and intimidating apparently again same tweet Person says, me and my Gen Z friends, oh boy, are turning up to vote in record numbers. Today they will rid the god-awful GQP. I don't know. 
But I, I think I know who he's talking about. And make all you racists cry. Rigged election like the bitches you all are. Managed to include one, two, three, four, five, six emojis in that. And then underneath, which I spared you from, was a big F MAGA uh, underneath the thing. Yeah, well, yeah. It, I mean, you know, I, so in just that quick, I'm, I'm a member, I'm a racist, I'm the GQP. Uh, it didn't spell bitches right, but I'm a bitches and I'm also a douche face. So I just want to remind everybody that this douche face got up early this morning, went over to the polling place in Grapevine, Texas, to an elementary school gym, stood in line, cast my vote. I cast my vote for Greg Abbott and for uh, Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas. I cast my vote for Kay Granger to be our representative. I li- again, now don't forget, some of these I had to hold my nose to do it. I had to hold my nose to do it. And, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, Chris. I, for a split second, there was that temptation, a strong temptation, to just write my own name in. You know what, Chad? When I went to vote last week, I oh, you don't even know. I stood maybe a minute of like just, just to see him up there. Yeah. Just to see if, if it actually does register his name. And I just want to see Chad Prather. Point zero 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 one percent. Now, when the Texas gubernatorial returns come in tonight, it will be interesting to see if anyone, any primary contenders out there, move the needle in write-in votes. Now, I hope not. I hope not. I hope everybody was wise enough to, to go ahead and vote for Greg Abbott and not and not waste a vote with a write-in. But it'll be interesting to see. And Chad, I think it's healthy when you have people like you that ran against Greg Abbott saying, hey, it's time to come together. Yeah. And he's the one that Texas wants. Yeah. We'll vote for the one that Texas wants. I don't feel like it's healthy <laughs> when people start doing the writing campaigns because yeah. it, it makes no sense. And, and I understand your conviction, but there also has to be common sense. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of Greg Abbott and his policies just for the simple fact that he has become big government here in Texas, and uh, it, it very much mirrors the bureaucracy of the federal government in Washington, D.C., and I, and I don't like that. If Texas goes blue, it will be because of Greg Abbott, all right? Now, that's a strong statement, and I want to make sure I didn't stutter and you heard me correctly. If Texas goes blue, it will be because of Greg Abbott, uh, and it's not because of his conservative stances, quote, end quote. It's because of his lack of ability to communicate his conservative stances effectively and motivationally and persuasively. He can't do it. He's not capable of doing that. He expects people to bow down to him, and that's an unfortunate thing. As the Texas, Texas Monthly claimed uh, you know, last year, they said he is the most powerful governor in the history of Texas because of his uh, affinity for sidestepping the legislative process and acting in a dictatorial, unilateral way and getting things done. That's an unfortunate deal. You know, on the flip side, on the flip side, you know, whereas Greg Abbott likes to talk a big game, you know, the Ron DeSantis uh, administration in Florida does the exact opposite. They just go out and do it, and then people find out about it after it's been done. And if you'll check his record, you'll see. And I, I like that method. I do like that method. They get things done effectively. But when he communicates what he's done, he's very effective in the way that he communicates it. So 
that's lacking here in the state of Texas. Uh, he's he's lacked his ability. He's lacked in the ability to defend his policies, whether it's Operation Lone Star at the southern border or, you know, in response to the, the folks that would like to restrict your gun ownership because of the tragic mass shootings in Uvalde, as an example, and, and various other things that are out there. He just can't communicate his stance well enough to truly persuade people to understand, especially in the cities, in the Hispanic community and in the urban community, to truly make them understand in those metropolitan areas why conservatism is good for them in the state of Texas. So if Texas goes blue or even purple, it will be because of Greg Abbott. He's not a strong candidate, but I held my nose and I voted for him. Now, I appreciate the sentiment. People who sent me messages saying, yeah, we voted for you. We just couldn't bring ourselves to do it. I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't want you to do that. If you, Listen, don't do it. That's just not the way to go in this. We've got to get Robert Francis O'Rourke and keep him away from the governor's mansion, keep him out of the governor's office, keep him out of the Texas State House. Let him go be dog catcher or city councilman or something in El Paso, which is unfortunate, unfortunate for El Paso. But, uh, you know, here's a guy who's he's, he's a pandering. Uh, he still to this day, O'Rourke still has not made a comment as to whether or not he would oppose the mutilation of children in transgender surgeries. In fact, he's consistently wearing a t-shirt that says, don't mess with trans kids. So I think we can pretty much deduce where he's coming from on that. number of people on Twitter have responded to me by saying that, um, you know, saying, oh, I'm voting for Beto because of the gun response to, uh, you know, made by Greg Abbott. He didn't have a response. And, and I always respond to those people when I do and say, guaranteed you own guns. Guaranteed, you live in the state of Texas, you own guns. They never have a response from me when they come back from that. They want to take your guns. They don't want their guns taken away. And that's, that's the hypocrisy of the left, right, especially here in the state of Texas. Um, we're going to see what's going to happen. I, there's, some, there's some states that, are gonna, that are, may surprise us tonight. Um, I don't think Pennsylvania is going to be one of them. I hope Michigan is going to be one of them. I can't imagine after all the lockdowns and the craziness that's happened under Gretchen Whitmer that you guys would would reject, would truly reject a, a person who is just absolutely phenomenal in Tudor Dixon and uh, and would continue with, with just the absolute abhorrent leadership of Gretchen Whitmer, and on and on it goes. we got more that we're going to talk about as we get into this. Just, just, uh, just We're just about... 30 minutes away from the election coverage on Blaze TV. I'm going to toss it over to Glenn in just a short while, but I want you to hang with us for a little while as we get into it and try to break it down And uh, before we see what happens. This is, the, this is the last great prognostication of the midterm 2022 election And uh, before we send it over to the experts. Uh, hey, I love Genucel, and I have struggled to find a product that didn't irritate my skin. This is the only one that I have been able to use without problems. Not only do I love it, but my skin feels like velvet. Love, love, love it. That's Carmen from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, who fell in love with Genucel skincare. And from now until Thanksgiving, treat yourself to Genucel's most popular package for 70% off at Genucel.com. Do it right now. Treat yourself to the only skincare products you'll ever need. Finally, right now. Every most popular package order includes Genucel's Hyaluronic Acid Correcting Serum for free. Genucel's products delight men and women with inspiring results by correcting their daily skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging, jawline, facial redness, and even those annoying bags and puffiness. And with its immediate effects, Genucel guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. I want you to order at Genucel.com slash watch Chad. Your most popular package, that's what it's called your most popular package. It includes a holiday gift set plus free express shipping. That's G-E-N. 
G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash watch Chad. com slash watch Chad. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Oh, folks, never before have we needed someone to wax eloquent like I can. So in this moment, I think I'm going to give it a shot. Hey, folks, the curtain is falling. Even as we speak on the 2022 midterm elections, it has been said that uncertain times make great men. Now, I don't know about that, but I do know they make drunk men sometimes. (laughs) That's for sure. And I plan to keep drinking until all the results are in. And depending on how they go, maybe well past that. Now, the rubber is meeting the proverbial road. And tonight we find out whether or not our country is going to take a medium-sized step back from the brink, or if we're going to see if we can inch a little closer without falling off. Oh, Fortuna, how your mighty wheel turns, flinging us off into the distant and dark existential void on wings of flame from flying too close to that great good sun. How broad the scope of hellish worlds beneath, which which we may visit on our mordant flight or some shit like that. Tonight's election will no doubt have a massive impact on the country, and you should stay tuned here for that Blaze coverage, as we've been talking about, where you're going to get the hard-hitting coverage you need, and I'm going to get the hard-hitting liquor I need. <laughs> Boy, buckle up. If you're watching this right now, it's probably late enough that you've either voted or you're not going to be able to. Now, by the time you frantically turn off this program, rush out to your car, drive to the polling place, get in line, duck your way through a fist fight, and get up to the front of the line, the polls will already, dum dum dum, they will be closed. This message does not, of course, apply to dead people. You're free to vote whenever you wish, unfortunately. One of the predictable yet interesting things to watch over the last day or so is how the mainstream media is finally, finally turning on Joe Biden. No less a leftist tent poll than the New York Times had the following to say about him, quote, as the midterm elections near President Biden has increasingly made exaggerations or misstatements about his influence on the U.S. economy and his policy record, end quote. Now, If you wanted to hand out an award for understatement of the year, this would certainly qualify, but I get it. There's a couple of things going on at once in a statement like that, as I'm sure you know. First and foremost, it's important to be able to have somebody to blame if and when the red wave hits tonight. Republicans will be first in the crosshairs, of course, but the mainstream media has to know that that reasoning will only hold for so long. And if you've if you've been suffering under the illusion that the mainstream media has some, you know, has the same hard on for Joe Biden that they used to have for Barack Obama, well, think again because if things go as far sideways as they're apt to go for the democrats tonight and if it suits their purposes he will get dropped faster than a pair of harvey weinstein's pants now the other thing that's likely happening here is that at least some people in the media realize that the hens are about to come home to roost when it comes to things like the economy as long as it suited their purposes they would you know they could go along with the strong as hell approach because very little of the economic nonsense coming out of this administration has hit them where it counts yet but now that their wispy haired boy is apt to apt to essentially be a lame duck by the end of the week they can cede the need for collective sacrifice to the leftist gods it's ugly to see but kind of funny at the same time I've got to be honest about that. Listen, whatever the outcome of the election tonight, the best possible thing you can do is vote. And I hope you have. The second best thing you can do is use the election as an excuse to get drunk and laid. And that, of course, is my plan. I'm definitely getting drunk. And if the second part doesn't work out as, you know, exactly as I planned, well, 
I, I always have the option of me tooing myself. Hoorah! Here we go, boys. And it is a blood red moon tonight, I might add. So let me just give you guys fair warning. If your woman starts acting all kind of crazy, just let it go. Give it a day. Just give it a day, man. It's the moon. It's the moon. It's, it's a red wave. It's, 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 you know, whatever. Woo! Yeah, you might want to start voting, you know, for mail, uh, voting by mail whenever you tell her what you want for dinner tomorrow night. Uh, or just cook it yourself. I'm digging a hole. Either way, let's talk about this peaceful love Trump's hate group that uh, that is on the ballot tonight. First of all, you know, the Houston Astros won the World Series. We haven't mentioned that this week, but pretty proud of the Houston Astros. And uh, I, I think the best team in baseball this season. Just just heck of a job. Well, uh, just yesterday they had their parade there with the team. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty exciting thing there in, in Houston. And old, uh, old Senator Ted Cruz who uh, I visited with at, at a couple of the baseball games uh, during the playoffs. Uh, he was part of the parade as well, and here was one person's response to old Ted. Play the clip. Oh! Now, if you, if you missed that, somebody threw a beer can at Ted's head. From the crowd, fortunately, Capitol Police was standing next to him, and both he and Ted were able to deflect it. I thought it was pretty good, uh, pretty good comeback when Ted posted that on his own Instagram and said, "It's a good thing that the guy that threw the white claw at me had a noodle for an arm." <laughs> oh, Ted Cruz with the jokes. Now, what would have been perfect if he could have caught that and kept on drinking it? Yeah, I that, like that's what I would have done. Yeah. That's that's what I would have done. But see, that right there, I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine. And I'm not saying you, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I just don't recall seeing. Uh, now, Lena Hidalgo, Lena Hidalgo was in the same parade. In fact, Lena Hidalgo, the uh, the county judge down there in uh, Harris County, who's just an absolute piece of garbage, uh, who who operates with a sense of entitlement. She was in the same parade and uh, she wanted to get on a certain truck they wouldn't let her then she tried to get on the truck with the players and they said you had to get off and she wouldn't do it now lena hidalgo's in she's a democrat obviously from the things i'm saying about her i don't recall anybody throwing beer cans at her head i don't don't recall any of that um you know i've read so many people this week who talk about you know when they were when they when they were throughout their time as being um uh, liberals that uh they are leftists that they never got a lot of you know threats and things like that of violence from the right but then when they switched over to being a conservative how much is coming at them from the left now i showed you an example of my tweets you should see my inbox dear god in heaven the things they want to do to my body uh yeah i mean there was a lady that got attacked at the hokel rally we've had them we've got the we'll play that if you got that clip well they got, well, you saw the lady who got choked. We played that yesterday. We don't need to play it again. But uh, the lady that got choked, we've had the, the person running for North Carolina rep who, uh, who got his you know, shot at in his house. There was uh, you know, Lee Zeldin who was attacked with a, with a knife. Um, on and on and on, this stuff goes on. And, uh, but, but here's the thing. Here's the kind of rhetoric that I believe fuels that. That very first clip that you got there, old Joe, Here's what he had to say. Play the clip. I love those signs when I came in. Socialism. 
Give me a break. What idiots. Socialism. There you go. Anti-socialism. These were anti-socialism protesters. What idiots. I don't even know half the time if Joe knows what he's saying, but that level of pandering is going to get people in trouble. Now, here's what I anticipate is going to happen, and I hope to God it doesn't. Now, they have spent the last six years dehumanizing conservatives. You're an idiot, right? Look here, Jack. Let me tell you something, right? You're mega MAGA. You are, you're ultra MAGA. Uh, you're all these things. You're a racist. You're a Nazi you're a fascist, all of these names you've been labeled. So the process of making you less than human, of literally making you the enemy in the mind of the leftist, you are an evil scum. You should be eradicated. As the one person said to me, it's time to make MAGA go back under their rock. They see you as a snake. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to be aware, folks, because what I anticipate is if there's a red wave, the only recourse for the left could potentially be just violence to raise that game of violence up we're starting to see an escalation in it already and i'm telling you to be aware and to be ready to be prepared keep your head on a swivel folks because if they've already demonized you and subhumanized you and called you all these names then it's going to be easy to try to actually physically eradicate you and i pray to god that doesn't come to that I pray to God that this country has more moral reserve and, and just the ability to restrain itself and let the process of a, of a constitutional Republican and this democracy of our voting system take its place and do what needs to happen, folks. I pray that that's what's going to happen. But when, we, when, we, when you're throwing beer cans at people, it's only one more step before you're throwing rocks at people or even throwing bullets at people. Yeah. And that's what makes me nervous. So I want you to keep a level head about you, but I want you to be aware. I want you to be prepared uh, because I anticipate if we see a red wave where conservatives take back the House and the Senate, it's going to be a hard, hard road tonight to see that happen. But if that happens, I anticipate we're going to see an increase in violence. You know, that summer of love with all those mostly peaceful protests, folks, I believe you haven't seen anything yet. So. Be prepared. Uh, be prayerful, if anything. And, uh, you know, be wise. Please be wise because we are living in some crazy, crazy times. Now, if tonight we see a, a blue wave happen or if we see Democrats hold on to, to, to their vestiges of power, folks, I pray to God we don't see the same thing, that we act with a level head. But honestly, there's got to be a course of action because this country cannot continue on the way that it is. But rather than calls of violence, we have to make stands and keep our principles together and make sure that we push forward in a lot of radical ways that make sure those conservative values are maintained. I don't know if that looks like convention of states or secession or a true, you know, true enacting of, of the Tenth Amendment. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, we're going to have to do something because we're in trouble because the lunatics are running the farm right now. Uh, unbelievable, folks. Another buried story, uh, a la Hunter Biden laptop. Buried, buried, buried. They almost managed to hide it until midterm passed. But if you missed it yesterday, here it is, a bombshell report that the hidden half, on the hidden half. That's the biggest banks and investment firms in the world who are putting up to half their total assets into new investments. What do they know that we don't know? Maybe that the economy is about to get worse. Heck, the CEO, J.P. Morgan himself, just warned us that stocks could slide another 20%. But the even bigger news we found out... Uh, where they're moving their money. 
They're plunging it into uh, alternatives like fine art. Big wigs know it's outpaced even the S&P 500 over the last 26 years, not by a little, but by 131%. But now we can do the same with Masterworks. Even in 2022, Masterworks has produced results. Like in early October, Masterworks had a strategic strategic exit for a 21.5% net return to their investors. 21.5%. Six of their seven exits have done that well over 20% net returns. So that's amazing, guys. Don't sleep on this because with midterms upon us and major economic markers flashing red, the next six months could be some of the most important of your investing life. But you can get priority access at masterworks.com. I'm sorry, masterworks.art slash chad get that right masterworks.art slash chad that's masterworks.art slash chad see important disclosures at masterworks.com slash cd we'll be right back Hey guys, uh, Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 worth of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They're not incentivized to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal info is private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial financial safety net you deserve a smarter way to find and buy it head over to policygenius.com slash chat or click the link in the description of this show to get your free life insurance quotes see how much you could save that's policygenius.com slash chad policygenius.com slash chad all right folks well you know kathy hochel the uh, the unelected governor of new york she doubled down on this whole uh crime denial that's happening in the state of new york i hope to god if, if miracles are still happening in this world today and god wants to bless america please overturn new york at least give us back give us back new york with lee zeldin being voted in as governor she doubled down on it though you have the clip for that let's play it real quick he has been hyperventilating trying to scare people for months and New Yorkers are onto it. All the legitimate media organizations have called him out for what he is doing, fear mongering. And it's not just here in New York. That is another Republican playbook all across this country. All you need to know is that the Democratic states are safer than the Republican states. Check out the facts. I mean, don't believe your eyes and ears, folks. Don't believe what you're seeing in front of you. Believe what Kathy Hochul has to say. That's unfortunate. Um, Here's here's what you know, we we talked about earlier, you know, yesterday we talked about Joe Biden wanting to shut down the coal plants. And, you know, if anybody, I mean, Pennsylvania, come on, man, wanting to shut down, you know, replace everything that we're doing to generate power in America with wind and solar. And the people in Pennsylvania, are you listening? I mean, surely that you're going to put John Fetterman in. I mean, that guy, that guy's a ham sandwich and you're going to put him in as senator for the great state of Pennsylvania, it's just sad that that's even an option. Uh, but take a look at Joe. I mean, Joe's not doing well. And, and you know, what they what they would love to have is a, is a House and a Senate full of Democrats to prop him up. Play that clip of him on stage. 
In addition, we're making the biggest investment ever to deal with the climate crisis. I know you all know there's no climate problem. I know you know that. So I spent a lot of time in Arizona, New Mexico, California, all through, flew up and down the state with your governor and those wildfires. I know they're just happening. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, he's doubling down on this thing. He's doubling down on this thing. But then we got a clip where, where Joe's having a little trouble. And I want you to play that clip. Prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15. Uh-oh. Hope stepping on them. There's a black. Anyway, there's a black. It's black. Getting tripped up by something black there. You know, he he almost he almost fell off the stage uh, there for those of you who are listening. And so, you know, we're seeing, you know, the gaff factory, which is Joe Biden. He does not have mental acuity. He does not have mental focus. Uh, You know, even Nancy Pelosi now is saying after the, quote, attack on her husband, Paul, at their home in San Francisco, that even she's questioning her political future. So they're making moves, folks. They're making strategic moves. And if you think any of this is an accident, trust me when I tell you, it's absolutely not an accident they're doing all of this thing all this stuff on purpose you know i told sarah gonzalez just yesterday i said you you want to know my true theory i think the whole thing at paul pelosi's house was staged i think it was staged i think they they were having the guy he, they knew there was supposed to be an attack so that they could blame it on maga it was another way to get nancy out of the way get her you know give her an excuse to step down and get out of the way i think the police got there before the action was really happening and uh, the guy overreacted and knocked the shit out of Paul Pelosi. I think that that's why Paul was like, oh, no, everything's fine here. And then he backed away, walked back in. This is according to NBC, walked back in towards David DePape, who was the attacker. And as they got closer, then all of a sudden, just unannounced and unexpectedly, the little scuffle broke out and DePape hit him in the head with the hammer. Maybe he got a little overzealous, but that's what happens when you uh, hire a homeless guy that's described as a is a uh, radical nudist, a, a nut. So, you know, and, and who has suddenly has a manifesto, you know, has online writings and has shared QAnon stuff that it yeah. suddenly appeared. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on there. We make jokes about whether there was sex going on. Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't matter. But I truly believe even that, none of that is an accident. They have to set these things in place so that uh, they can make moves as as things come along. Get rid of Nancy. Even if the Democrats win, get rid of Nancy. But here's the bottom line. If Republicans win, suddenly that word uh, inflation is going to mean something again. Suddenly the word recession is going to mean something again because they're going to use it to blame it on the Republicans. Right now they're, they're talking about, well, we don't know what the, do you really know what the definition of a recession is? Yeah, we actually do. And we're actually living in one. But that word's going to make it a reemergence because you've seen this has all been one big battle of vocabulary and language. You know, whenever Jean, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre has to, has to come out and explain what Biden said, when they come out and, and they talk about um, what someone really meant when they said what our ears heard, well, they're trying to redefine the whole narrative and change the reality, even though you know what you're living through, experiencing and seeing yourself. Now, Suddenly, words are going to mean something again, Chris. Words are going to mean something again once, because once, they've got to have somebody to blame, and they're going to hang it on the Republicans when they take over the House and the Senate. Yeah, and right now, I have three clips for you about three different voters. One of them says, I can never trust the Democrat Party again. Nothing changes with Democrats. And, I'm, and 
I this is why it. I change from the Democrat to Herschel Walker. Like, Let her go. Let her rip. Change. I've uh, actually uh, gave Warnock a chance the first time, but I feel like the direction we're going, they're not actually addressing the issues with inflation, with everything going up, uh, a lot of the crime issues. I know my rent skyrocketed this past year. I'm just not hearing anybody address it. Herschel had some good ideas of addressing actually what's wrong with the country and some things that he wants to do. Yeah, I tell you, dude, we're going to see that. More and more of the big cities, they're not turning out to vote. Uh, a lot of the urban areas, there's been a record low in places like Houston where they have not gotten the mail-in ballots. you have the other videos? Play them. I've been staunchly Democrat all of my life. Um, it hasn't been until recent um, that I've been undecided. I started voting Republican here at the local level. Iris is a longtime resident here in McAllen, Texas. You had never voted for a Republican in your life. Yes. Um, what do you make of that? I think it's just um, people are tired of the, of the same, same old, same old, the same status quo. If, we're, if we keep voting the same people in, nothing's changing. Yeah. And listen, let me tell you, I was in touch with Myra Flores uh, this morning. She's optimistic. She's hopeful. That's going to be a neck and neck race there in McAllen and, and in that surrounding area, that district. And uh, our prayers are for her. She is a common sense candidate. She's a faith based candidate. And she's somebody that's going to be good for the Rio Grande Valley there in Texas. And so she's starting to sway people like that lady right there. And her vote's going Republican for the first time in her life. Play the next one. The Democrats have been completely ignoring what people really care about. They just, and I, and then now, now they're kind of coming around a little bit, but it, it may be too late. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I, I can never trust them again. They made this mess, and I'm having to live with it. I tell you, it's not a good day to be in Joe, uh, Joe Biden's shoes. I can just tell you that, uh, or Kamala Harris. Uh, the full weight and blame will come down. The ramifications will come down on their shoulders. They are the people who are sitting in the pilot seat, and they have crashed this plane. When it comes to the Democratic Party, they have nothing to offer anymore. They, they've they shown that their policies do not work. They show that economically they are ignorant. They've shown that when it comes to family values or even or even taking care of your children, that they basically are, are willing to sell their souls to the devil and take your children with them. Uh, they, they've pandered to the fringe and the cringiest of the fringiest, and they make sure that that subcategory of the 1% are the ones who are being heard and controlling the agenda. They're the ones who are creating the narrative, folks, and that just can't be. There's no common sense in that, and that house of cards is always going to fall. That is built on a fault line of bad philosophy. And as you know, people aren't out getting you know gender reassignment every month. They're not out getting abortions every month, but they are filling up their tanks with gas every single week and trying to put groceries on their table and they can't afford it right now, folks. And that is falling squarely on the shoulders of this Democrat administration and their wild-eyed, weird-ass policies. So, hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy in a cowboy hat that's on Blaze TV that people love to mock. But you know what? We tend to be right around here. And I got a feeling that tonight, as we begin this midterm 2022 election coverage with all of your favorite hosts from blaze tv that you're going to see that we are right again so i'm excited for what's going to happen tonight and in the days to come pray for our country pray for your state pray for your leaders pray for the process that goes into putting people into delegated authority to represent you and we the people folks know that we love you and on behalf of Mark and Chris, we appreciate you tuning in, listening to us on a weekly basis, even on a nightly basis. We appreciate you subscribing and supporting 
independent broadcasters like Blaze TV and uh, even putting up with crazy people like Steve Dace and Stubergear. We appreciate that. Listen, as the voice of common sense around Blaze TV, the one who gets it right, and by God, honestly, the most handsome one here, Chad Prather, it's my pleasure to toss it over to my good friend, Mr. Glenn Beck. We love you. God bless.